Yeah. Patrick, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. We're back. We're back. Episode five. After a week hiatus, we're back. Little week hiatus. You know, got got nice and mentally prepared for this one. It's a heater. Um, we, we have a guest for the for the first Whoa. time since like the the new iteration of the Taste Podcast. Um, very excited about that. Very um, exciting stuff. So, yeah, to to kind of give some people some insight. So we're going to be talking about, um, you know, home life basically. So it's yeah. you know this episode is at home with the Taste Pod. Um, plus, again, we're we're going to have a guest joining us, um, Dalton butler who is a, a good friend of both of ours um and we thought he'd be a good person to join this episode he has obviously a really good as we both know a re- just a really good um personal style at home is really in touch with a lot of the different topics that we're going to be talking about and obviously at home isn't just like furniture and interior design right it, it's really wide um widespread and it's there's a ton of different things that you can kind of talk about that, that make up your at-home style. And I think yeah. that, again, he just has a really good pulse on all of that. So excited to have him join us in a minute. But how you been, man? What, what's up? I've been good, man. Just I'm very excited. I've got a lot. I've got a lot to talk about this episode. I'm excited to prescribe the vibe. Yeah. And I think, too, like for for everyone listening i think one of the really cool things about you know discovering who you are at home and and just discussing you know your your kind of home life and home vibe and home style however you want to put it is that it's really one of the most unique and interesting in my opinion um expressions of personal style um oh yeah because yeah and it's 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 cool right because like you can be into to fashion and you know that can there, obviously there's a ton of different brands out there but for the most part you kind of like fall into a specific like niche or like pocket of of different like designers and shit that you're wearing and you know you're, you're kind of speaking a universal language with those people that um, are into those you know similar brands and, and aesthetics and stuff like that but home style i think is you know, it's way really... different. It's it's where you truly flourish as a person. Because I mean, you don't invite every person you know. I mean, you could flex your house on Instagram, but you know, it's you have to be. It's where you're truly comfortable with yourself. It's where your true self shines through. And lately, we have to be very, very uh, true to our true selves because that's that's where we spend all of our time is home. Yeah, I think that that's that's been one of the most like positive things about like you know the the shutdown and quarantine is that you get to really kind of like refocus that energy and even like the the budget towards like your at home style but yeah i think like even if you are to flex like your house off on on instagram and stuff right like no one's going to know exactly everything that's in your house like where that dresser's from where that um you know uh, glass uh, you know glass that you have your wine poured in is from all of that stuff um you know it's not quite as identifiable or recognizable as like wearing a supreme t-shirt and a noah hat you know um so yeah i'm stoked man to kind of give the people some insight into the shit that we are vibing out to what we think is cool and um obviously i think we're both excited to see what dalton has to say as, as well yeah i'm stoked it's gonna be it's gonna be sweet should we call him up i just i just sent off the link to him so he should be uh he should be joining any second Welcome, Dalton. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dalton, before you joined, we uh, did a little gassing you up 
um, that unfortunately you won't be able to hear until you uh, go back and, and listen to the newest episode of the Taste Pod. But yeah, just to you know fill you in, obviously um, we wanted to have you join the At Home with Taste Pod episode. Um, we we both, me and Patrick, think that you have a you know really good at home style. Um, you know, you got you got a good pulse on what's going on and what's cool in this space. And so thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, boys. Hell yeah. Well, let's get started. I mean, let, let's start talking about this shit um, without further ado. So, you know, really where we wanted to start is just give people like a baseline idea of kind of who we are at home and how we kind of view this space stylistically. Um, and I was telling Patrick, I think that this is really one of the, the most unique and interesting expressions of personal style, you know, the, the way that your home feels and, and looks. Um, so Dalton, for, for the people that don't know, you know, your, the ins and outs of your crib, would you describe yeah. yourself as more of a, a minimalist or a maximalist um, in terms of like your, your at-home personal style? Yeah, if, honestly, if I had the money, I would call myself a maximalist. I don't have the money, so thus I'm a minimalist. Um, <laughs> I live in a spot that's, uh, it's like, a, I think it's probably 300 square feet, um, if that. And so my entire, you know, aesthetic as it were, for lack of a better term, relies on the entire idea of um, utilizing space in a way that it's functional, no matter what piece you buy. I think that we, you know, as a Instagram generation, um, and as people who really enjoy taste, uh, want obviously Eames lounge chairs and you know all sorts of hem design things um, but I think that for a home especially for you know somebody who's in my demographic or makes the kind of money that I do or like I said especially that lives in the constraints of a 300 square foot apartment um, seriously like you know and we'll get into this a little bit um, but minimalist like I'm a minimalist because I have to be you know and, and it's awesome I love it but um, it's it it drips down all the way into like the things that i buy um and we'll talk about this a little bit more later i know we've got like you know our next group of questions kind of delves into rugs and chairs and like the kind of items that we surround our, our house right, right. in or put in our house and like just to to delve into that topic for a second rugs are so expensive it's crazy yep, it's ridiculous um and like, especially for like nice rugs and things that are made out of 100% organic fibers and stuff like that. And similarly on that, like chairs are another thing that a chair, like I I alluded to a Neem's Lounge chair. While that's the most badass chair, if you've got one of those, you've made it. Um, there's kind of an element there that, that takes up uh, or occupies a place in your space that now can't be something else. And so what's the value you're gonna get from an Eames Lounge chair? Are you gonna sit in that forever? And so actually, what I've been relying on for my own personal style in my place, and you'll see I've got about three or four of them, um, are benches. Mm. A bench can be all sorts of things. Um, and how that equates in like design-minded thinking, just around the fact that, you know, a bench can be a console table. It can be the, the seat at a console table. It can be a coffee table. It can be a place that you hang your clothes up when you're done, you know, for the day or that you sit and congregate around, you know, with friends that, they can sit on or it can be a coffee or a, I'm sorry, a, a dining table. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a minimalist, but obviously I've got some maximalist ideas. Yeah. And I think to, to back up there too, like a little bit, it's, it's, 
it's okay for you know your your at home style to be you know just like the clothes that you wear in your personal style where it's a journey you know it's it's not a sprint it's a marathon and so um you're not always going to have every single piece that that you eventually want um but you know it's it's a slow it's a slow process to get there um with yeah and i think the important thing too is <clears throat> is that you're buying you know or purchasing surrounding your house or filling your house with a thing that like is going to last for a long time especially as we talk a lot more mm-hmm. about you know um, and brings you joy reusing reducing yeah exactly like marie kondo talks about you know the netflix uh, girl yeah does it bring you joy and you're going to have it for a while yeah and pat how would you describe your your at home style well so my living situation is a little funky. So my girlfriend and I, we don't have our own place, but we go back and forth from both of our parents' house. So we've kind of had to uh, manifest our ideas within our rooms and we both have very different styles. So when I'm at when I'm at my dad's house, I think um, the idea that, we, that I try to go for is, you know, um, in our house itself, my dad's house is, is an older Victorian house. It's like 120 years old. And so my dad's done a really good job of kind of tapping into it. It very much is. We used to have like a lot of like sweet vines on the side, but they were decaying the brick. But um, (laughs) but kind of this like mid-century modern was like kind of like the era my dad grew up in. So we have a lot of like I guess vintage furniture. Mm -hmm. We have like a uh, we have a '50s diner table in our kitchen. like pretty much every piece of furniture is like a true antique other than you know like our sofas in our living room um and so by age alone like kind of with what dalton was saying it, it already has you know lasted for oh a yeah long, a long time and, and then obviously hopefully that joy component is, is there as well and just from i've lived in my house with my dad for my whole entire life so just over the course of time we've it's naturally become a very maximalist there's you know books we have a big piano and it's got just tons of you know family photos and you know we have regal heirloom yeah very much so yeah we have he has a framed photo of john f kennedy on our uh on our (laughs) piano and you know very uh eclectic and it's badass it's very sweet but i think in that sense it's kind of turned me to have this idea of becoming a maximalist and, and, and you know just enjoying stuff and trinkets and books and you know whatever i can get my hands on but when i'm at my girlfriend's house it's it's very she has like a very we both i i guess there's like a meet in the middle but the idea is you know a very very clean and almost bohemian um a bohemian style at my girlfriend's house that i've kind of started to adapt into you know the things that i'm interested in as far as like when we're decorating you know um just like certain vases that we'll buy or you know, and it even goes down to like the flowers that we're keeping, you know, in the house. Yeah, and I think me. Would you keep flowers in your house if it wasn't for her? I have a lot of succulents and plants, um, but I don't think oh, nice. actual flowers. And, and she works at a flower shop, so we always have very beautiful flowers. But I, I don't know. I don't think. I think maybe eventually I'd get there, but she's definitely uh, put me onto a lot of stuff as far as like, um, you know plants and flowers and, and stuff like that let's talk about plants for, for a second so you know i know a company that me and dalton are both uh familiar with and, and into pat i don't know if you've heard of them but they're called fresh sends um no yeah and it, i yeah. think that they're 
and Dalton, I think you might know a little bit more than I do, but they're based in New York, right? And they do this really cool thing where they basically ship out these beautiful bouquets of flowers, you know, across the country, but it comes wrapped in local New York newspapers, right? Dalton, is, is that how they do it? Yeah, their, <clears throat> their aesthetic is like super hinged on, I think that, um, I don't know, I wouldn't, we talk about minimalist maximalist it's kind of like sits in this design minded thinking of like in between it's very like outdoor voices meets like um trying to think of like some 70s kind of vibe um but yeah what what they do basically is kind of like made to order flower bouquets uh wrapped in uh wrapped in newspaper like you were saying um and yeah it's just it's a great fresh approach to uh you know 1-800 flowers right um, it's a little bit a little bit more different than that i think that the the interesting thing about it and it's not super feminine like looking off the off the cuff um but i think that like especially with the relevance of harry styles and you guys have talked about him a couple times in, in previous episodes yep um it's so interesting to me uh you know pat and so why i asked you the question like would you have kept flowers if it wasn't for having a girlfriend i've kind of found myself to like plants like i ha- i had no plants until my girlfriend started getting into plants and if it wasn't for her i probably wouldn't have plants and yet they're like my favorite thing in the world and so i think similarly like flowers such a beautiful you know and we'll talk about scents later obviously but such a beautiful thing to to have in your house you know a thing that dies. Well, i think that uh i think too what's cool and we can kind of jump into scents specifically but i i've found myself similar to what you're saying dalton right where it's like plants and flowers have almost become this like really accessible but also like um awesome not only decoration but scent as well and i think it's cool how they can like take up this space um you know that you you would have maybe struggled to to fill before and trying to do it with something um you know super expensive or whatever but it's multifunctional especially if you get some quality flowers or plants or whatever where it's a a great decoration but also provides uh, a natural aroma and scent to your house that is fresh and inviting and familiar which is is really cool yeah and i think we're we're seeing flowers and you know plants and stuff get into a space of scandinavian design especially in the house Mm -hmm. where you've got those kind of things you know um you all the all of our favorite inspiration on instagram like the the pompous leaf or the pompous um varietal that's something that's like you know everyone has um and it's beautiful and it's you know timeless and um yeah as you said very approachable and i think it's cool too like you know for me personally i i think i would probably lean on the side of like more minimalist um at home style if it was just up to me um but obviously when you have a a significant other in the house like they they obviously play a a part in how that looks as well but i think that it's really cool to kind of be a maximalist with your with your plants um and and let that kind of fill a space it's a big flex yeah no for sure and and plants are not cheap man they're they're a good investment and something you have to like you know take care of some more than others depending on the the plant um but what else are you guys what else is kind of defining your the the smell of your at home um stay if you will i guess during quarantine and and above and beyond i mean i feel like i've always been a big incense person i feel like when i'm at home i constantly Mm. have some sort of incense burning um i go to this kind of like 
pseudoscience shop by my house with healing crystals and stuff like that and you know they they have like they have in like head shops and stuff like just the really cheap 25 cents per incense and you know you just stock up on like 100 of them and it's like 30 bucks and then you know you get like a grab bag um what do we think, I think about something like designer that's like, incense what do we think about that can we can we well <laughs> i think with i mean i think it depends like because i mean there is a lot of brands who do incense where it's you know very extraneous because it is such a process to actually make the incense so i think a lot of these brands there's some brands that do it and it's and you're paying the money because of like the craftsmanship that goes behind it but i know that there's also you know it's been like a trend like every uh every brand you know has like a, a pack of uh palo santo uh scented incense that you can buy for like 25 bucks for eight sticks so yeah, it's usually like, i don't know i'm yeah. kind of indifferent and i stick to old faithful just the the 25 cents a stick at the you know at the local hippie shop is is the way i go i think the thing too that it's a little like personally <clears throat> and i think i would urge other people to be that way too a 25 cent sometimes the 25 cent incense stick i mean it smells the exact same as a designer stick of incense you know um and I, I know for me candles are another thing that's it's kind of interesting like again when you think about like what emphasis does design or thinking about design put into like the products that you buy and stuff like for instance a candle like you burn a candle you light a candle you burn it for like 40 hours or whatever and then the candle's gone and so is the money that you spent on it Unless you've got like, you know, the, the glass is a workable thing. Yep. Um, and so you, you talk about incense, which I think actually is like one of the best smells. All incense always smells so good. It fills the room almost better than a candle sometimes. But I know that I'm a big candle guy just because I like having fire. I'm kind of like a pyromaniac, I guess, like having a little bit of fire in the, in the place. Um, and two different uh, companies that I've really admired um, are i'm using one called uh it's a candle my girlfriend bought me by a company called ranger station you buy the candle it comes with um a uh so like this scent is called old-fashioned um that she got for me and it comes in a glass that by the time you're done using it it actually doubles as a whiskey glass and then they also sent like a card of like the drink that this should be made uh or what should be made in this glass and it's you know, obviously an old-fashioned um, but that idea of like, once you're done burning this, you've still got this like, you know, thing um, that you can use. And the other company that I similarly, same kind of uh, thought process um, or interaction process really is Malin & Getz. I use Malin & Getz products as well. Um, and specifically their candles double as the most badass glassware. Um, I can attest. Uh, so I love that. I can attest to, to you having those glasses at, at the crib right now. Yeah. They do make for for some great old fashioned glasses. It's, I always put your cocktail in that glass. Yep. Yeah. And I'm I'm never complaining. I think scent is cool, right? Like yeah. scent. I remember hearing this quote, and I, it just always stuck with me. Um, and it was something like, "Scent is the most underrated aspect of interior design." And I think that that's just like oh, for so sure. true, right? Like especially when you're you're hosting other people and and the feeling that they get from you know you being really intentional and purposeful with the sense that you're bringing and you know the money that you're spending for that too and so similarly you know mason louis uh Luis marie uh candles have been my go-to we have like four in the crib right now 
um and uh they they smell awesome i think their bird time is like 60 hours and as long as you stay up to date with like cutting the wicks every time or the wick every time you uh light um they, they definitely last and so i would recommend those for everyone um do you guys use any like room sprays at all um i know that asa holy shit that's so funny you say that i wrote down kind of in some notes i was like are room sprays even worth it <laughs> so Aesop so makes like a three that. pack and it's like a hundred yeah. and like ten dollars or something and I don't know how many times I've had the tab open on my computer where it's just like on that product and I'm like should I buy it should I buy it should I buy should it because it? it's a just so damn sexy uh and then b like I'm always thinking like these these must for this price these must just smell amazing but I didn't know if anyone else had ever used any so I have that, one. I have one that I re, well I recently bought. I, I talked about. I talked about it on the first episode. Um, but Wild Yonder Botanicals is um, is the brand, and, and Alexis and I got some like bath salts from them, um, and I got a car freshener, and they're like a Grateful Dead collaboration. But we also got an air slash body mist, um, and it. I mean. As an air freshener, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sold on it <laughs> to scent up the room. Damn. Um, but as a body mist, it's very nice. It's it's citrusy. I think it has like witch hazel and uh, you know orange essential oils and, and some Palo Santo and stuff like that. Um, but usually, like at home, I'm I'm a big on like um, like using like a, a good spray on like your pillowcases. So I've made my own with just essential oils at home. Just some just some water some peppermint and some patchouli just shake it up in like a nice spray bottle and it, and it kind of freshens things up for you you know uh, if you're if you're between washes and you're like eh, it's starting to get a little sweaty Dude, on it's the so case, funny so you say that i use i use body spray as room spray sometimes like i have a sleep oil that's made by a company called indie leads a skincare company and i use that as room uh room spray at times huh. people will come in and be like wow it smells kind of sleepy in here I'm like, exactly <laughs> what i was trying like, to do that's the vibe yeah it's the vibe what are we uh what are, yeah. what are we eating and drinking at, at home let's start with drinking because i think that you know that that it starts your day off corona that, oh jesus not not i not <laughs> I. I i've switched to to modelos uh but uh Ooh. oh really no i'm kidding <laughs> But yeah, what are you can't go wrong with a good Modelo? Yeah, I guess I think actually we had some in the crib the other day, um, but I don't I don't think I drink any. But uh, all right, so what what are we drinking? Let's start with uh, you know what what type of bed bevies are we keeping in the crib? Let's start with uh, you know like your morning drinks. So maybe coffee, tea. I know Dalton, you you've been picking up some matcha and stuff, and then let's let's transition okay. into some liqueurs, liquors. Pal, what are you what are you sipping on? In the morning, I just make I I just like a single cup of flat coffee. Um, I, I've gotten re- since quarantine, I've made it my goal to stop drinking dairy. So um, so I don't Alcohol use any creamer. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't for my coffee. I don't use any. This is in the morning, just a cup of Joe. Um, so I want to be able to use, we have a French press at my dad's house that my brother uses a lot, but it's just so extraneous and, and, and such a time process that I, I, I sadly just use the Keurig, just pop one in and- uh, Pacific Bold? 
Yeah, I, I was. I have some of those, and then I've also we uh, we have the. I forget what it is, but it's a uh, it's a blueberry. It's a blueberry uh, mm-hmm. coffee, which is pretty good. That sounds awful. I'm not gonna um, lie but that's to you. that's how I start off that my morning. Fucking no, terrible. it's actually it's <laughs> it's actually really good. I was I was skeptical when I got it, but it, it's it's good. Don, what about blueberry you? I, coffee, Sean. No, no, no. This is you now. Oh. Um. So. Obviously, as well documented by the IG story, I'm a big Chemex guy. Um, so I enjoy, you know, during quarantine, especially like I really enjoy the manual process of, of making coffee in a Chemex. And uh, that brings me a lot of peace and kind of starts my day off well, but specific like brands and stuff. So I've been buying, I think we might've talked about it on another episode, but um, Boxcar, um, coffee roasters they're located in boulder boulder um they're fantastic i know bon appetit um alex delaney who's awesome over there um, i think he's their beverage editor recently did like a write-up of basically just the best um best places to get coffee throughout the country and place where you can order them online and there was a couple in colorado obviously and, and boxcar made the list but uh little owl in denver as well got some beans yeah um they're fan- middle state yeah yeah yep. and they're fantastic um but there's this one i've been eyeing i think i sent it to you dalton the other day but it's Mar- maru i think is how you pronounce it m-a-r-u um they're located in la and you know as a person obviously making a podcast called taste uh, about personal style and, and kind of taste it uh they just fall in line with that perfectly so if you're into that type of shit look them up um they're they have a really awesome minimal minimalistic uh design to, to their packaging and they're you know it seems like they make a good product they're really well. they're really calming yeah. their design ethos yeah. very calming almost wabi-sabi ish exactly yeah what about you? What are you drinking yeah, uh, in the mornings? You already know. So, yeah, same kind of thing, Instagram. Um, <clears throat> you probably know. Chemex. Chemex is, I'm, I'm totally with you, Sean. I feel like, uh, especially during quarantine, but even before that, my dad actually ended up staying with me one time uh, recently, and I was pouring, I was doing coffee in the Chemex, and he's like, you still don't have a Keurig? Like, you're still using that? And I just was <laughs> like yeah man and i he said you know and i actually bought him a chemex uh, a few months before that comment uh and so it was so funny that he was like yeah i don't really use mine much anymore because the time you know as pat as you were saying like time it's just sometimes you just want to click a button and get your coffee um yeah and so i kind of was like huh i wonder if this will wear on me and here i am like six months later and it has not um, Maybe, yeah. i grind all my own beans I just bought a fellow like uh, gooseneck um, uh, tea kettle, electric big tea flex, kettle. Big um, flex. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> so anyone, anyone who's listening to this, that's like, do I get one of those? It's kind of pricey, whatever. So worth it. Um, I would just say, even period, just get a gooseneck uh, pour over electric tea kettle. The precision you've got in pouring. Honestly, more so than like the quality of coffee you might get, because to me, I'm very, it's kind of like audio, same kind of thing, where at some point, the coffee to me is kind of coffee. Um, I actually kind of do it just more for the ritual. Um, but I would say totally recommend uh, get get a tea kettle like that. Um, but yeah, Sean, like, like you were saying, dude, just the, just the, like looking out the window and kind of waiting for that, the timer to click and do your next pour is so, um, it's so calming. Yeah. Just 
Yeah, and then you sit down with the giant pot of coffee yep. and just like relax. And, you know, even when you're pouring it for multiple people, like just that that art of like, you know, pouring some of their coffee and then some more of yours and refilling each other's glasses and stuff. It's just like, oh, it's such a, you know, as you guys talk about, it's a tasteful vibe. Um, and, and so, yeah, so that's not, honestly, that that's it every day. And, and I don't <laughs> want to get it twisted, right? I have an espresso in the crib um, with like an electric. <laughs> I do as well. And yep. so like on those, on those days when it when it's just seeming like it's too much, I got the, I'm a butt in the way. You know what I mean? And, and that process can be, you know, fun too. And I think an espresso specifically for, unless you spend, you know, a ton of money on a, on a, like a, barista certified espresso machine like that's about as good as it gets for for at home coffee but i was yeah, making lattes and stuff like that for yeah sure. it, it does you cannot job. beat that yeah it does the job yeah. for sure so um and and those while we're on that while we're on that topic actually there's a company if anyone uses an espresso called colina it's out of britain uh it's c-o-l-o-n-n-a uh and they make compostable espresso pods and uh huh. aluminum recyclable pods and they Very do nice. coffee. They are the people who are like, oh, Nespresso coffee. And they make the best Nespresso coffee. Um, and they can have shipping here in like three days. It's not even that much more expensive than a typical Nespresso sleeve is. Huge, huge recommendation there. I, I only order that coffee now. It's incredible. Just looked it up. It is. Yeah, it looks awesome. What are we? Uh, it's insane. What are we keeping on the bar cart, if you will? um what, what's the 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 liquor cabinet looking like what is the the drink of choice late nights what are you guys sipping on pat well i guess i'll i guess i'll start because it's 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 gonna be amateur hour for me <laughs> this one will be your guys uh, this this one will be your guys's area to dominate um but i recently uh i'm drinking a I corona light right now so the bar is pretty low <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Um, so I, I read it on Bon Appetit last year and I, and I hadn't gotten around to trying it, but it's a, a drink called a spaghetti, which is a, um, a Miller High Life with, um, Aperol and a lemon in it. And I was oh, skeptical shit. and I had a, a little bit of Aperol. And, uh, so I got, I got a six pack of Miller High Life's. and I tried it and it is honestly one of the most refreshing, I think for the summer, you know, if, if we ever get out of quarantine, if I if I ever go to a bar again, it might be kind of an awkward thing to order. But I think for at home, it's become like a very refreshing kind of as the sun's going down six o'clock, just, you know, take a big swig of the, you know, the beer and then pour a little Aperol and plop a lemon in there and, you know, mix it up a little bit. Dude, I literally uh, have those ingredients right now. We're doing a live tasting. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Uh, I think it was uh, it was a. Uh, is it Alex Delaney? I think I think he's the one who wrote about it. It was a, anything uh, good that comes out about like food and bev is, is probably written by our king Alex Delaney. Yeah, and I was I was super skeptical, and then one of my coworkers also sent me the link, and I was like, okay, well, I have Aperol and lemon, so I might as well go buy some Miller High Life. But other than that, we've been uh, we have a bottle of uh, Saint George gin. That we've just been making gin and tonics with. Dude, um, Alexis likes to make um, coconut gin fizzes, which is pretty much a gin and tonic with um, like heavy cream and like a uh, like a coconut. Um, it's like coconut milk. I don't know what you call it. It's not exactly milk, but it's kind of like a uh, 
a squeeze bottle and you get some uh, oh, yeah. some coconut flavor in there and it's uh, it's delicious actually. She makes she's kind of perfected that recipe so uh, she makes those for us and it is those are amazing. Don, what about you? All right, but that's been. I got. I have to update. I'm sorry. Yeah, so live, I just live, poured. Live I don't have. A, I don't have a Miller. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have a Miller, but I have. Like I said, I'm drinking a Corona at this time. I also have Aperol, like barely any left. And uh, Miller and Corona, very similar beers. They're just like light, you know, lagers. Yeah. Uh, so I just poured them, and dude, are you serious? This is This is actually you're. You're totally on spot. This is very refreshing it's way better than you yeah, think it would be putting the boys on pat my fucking guy dude this is delicious i had to man it was delicious it's crazy aperol has been hard to wow. get during quarantine too i went to a couple different liquor stores around here and they that usually have it and uh they were out unfortunately it's spritz season man it's it's totally nice. and it's beer spritz season now this is crazy man what so, an unlock yeah it's, it's so it's quite the dream let's uh let's paint the picture pat for for people at home that don't know dalton right um and specifically for me dalton is always putting me on to you know good liquor um anytime he's hosting it plays a wonderful bartender um and uh appreciate that yeah for sure gassing my bro up but uh yeah, a man who knows how to prescribe a vibe. Exactly. <laughs> so what I know that, you know, people familiar with the IG probably get a lot of more um, visibility into the shit that you're drinking. But yeah, what what it, what have you been sipping on, dude? Yeah, I um so I've kind of up until the last like 24, 48 hours or the last like hour, honestly, I kind of stopped drinking for a second uh, for about two days. So that's kind of the longest <laughs> bender or uh, sober why, period why, that I've why, gone why, through, especially during quarantine. Why did you choose to do that? Was there like a specific reason? Was it health or just like cost or what? Drinking, yeah, I'm drinking so much, especially in quarantine, <laughs> you know, like after a day of work, it's like, why not? You know, like, what are we doing tomorrow? Yep. Mine is like I can tend to hang over a little bit, so um, yeah. My bar currently is filled with so like <clears throat> I kind of went, I vibe hopped a little bit. So I was kind of in Mexico for a second, like about two months ago on a mezcal kick. So I got a couple top shelf Bozal mezcal varietals um, that I'm still kind of sipping on. But um, I ended up going actually to Palm Springs, and I've got an uncle who is incredibly into Scotch, and specifically Scotch from Islay, uh, Scotland. Um, and that is the peatiest, smokiest scotch. So I've actually, I bought a sampler um, of scotch and one of the scotches in that, actually now my favorite scotch is uh, a Lagavulin 16. Um, so it's a 16 year minimum age scotch um, and it is incredibly smoky. Part of the thing that I'm loving about scotch right now is um, is that scotch kind of, it tastes the way that, that where it was made smells mm. and so it's really like like i've never been to scotland but every time i drink this lag 16 i just like it transports me there you know what i mean like i can just feel i can smell the ocean mist and um this is going to sound kind of gross to people who don't drink scotch but to people who do drink scotch they go i know exactly what you mean just fish it's kind of like it just it's there's like a sea salty fishy spray huh. um in this and smoke smokiness um to this drink and the thing about scotch that's beautiful is it doesn't take any other uh ingredient it's literally just this neat doesn't even need an ice cube 
uh, drink that will genuinely transport you probably better than any other uh, liquor. And so that's that's where I'm at in the moment. Well, in the moment, I'm drinking Corona Light, but that's where I have. <laughs> so for the for the mezcal, for the people at home, are you can you put them on to any like specific recipes or cocktails that, that you're mixing with the mezcal? Or are you just sipping it um, straight? Yeah, I was uh, sipping it straight a little bit there, but I would say the best mezcal cocktails um I would start taking a look into like a Boulevardier or even just like a Oaxacan old fashioned uh, without the um, without the tequila, just all uh, all in on the mezcal. Um, especially if you're not that big of a mezcal person, cutting it with something can right. also be helpful. So like adding in more tequila than you typically use. Um, I think like baby steps. I think that's a flavor that definitely a lot of people are like, whoa, this tastes like, you know, tastes and smells like motor oil. I don't get that at all. But I, I don't either. It, but um, we hear that quite often, especially when seriously. Like, yeah, we, we hear yeah, that all the time. We're like, what? How do you even think that? Um, but <laughs> regardless, um, yeah, I would say start, like, start making the cocktails you think are really good. Um, and just sub sub in mezcal, buy a bottle of mezcal and just kind of mess around with it. I think that one of the most important tenants of alcohol and drink and, you know, opening up your palate is exposure. Genuinely, right. like if Definitely. you're not drinking these things and practicing tasting and just like pushing through those times where you're like, I don't know if I like this that much, you'll just never like it. You know? Right. No, that's a That's a really good point. And I think, too, for the people that are trying to get into it, a couple of good um, entry-level mezcals to try would be madre um and then we yeah. recently tried this together you put me on um or at least brought it to me to try in person is los sundays um both of those yeah. are i would say really quality well mezcals. los i don't know if you remember this los is tequila mm. it's coconut tequila and that <laughs> is a story for a different day but yeah oh delicious. did we not have mezcal from them no they don't make a mezcal yet at Los Sundays, make a mezcal. Oh, damn. Well, Los Sundays for tequila is, is great, too. It was, it was a fantastic time. Um, Delicious. And, and I, from what I remember, not, like, terribly expensive um, if you're if you're, if you're you getting You just can't it. buy it in Colorado. Right, right. Um, yep. But do they, they ship online? There you go. They do. Yep. Yeah. So, you're good to... What are we... Uh, what, what are we listening to? What are you guys listening to at home? I think that music has become, or, or not just music, right? Like music and podcasts. For me, like that sacred time of like commuting and driving to and from the office has kind of been taken away for the most part. So um, it, it's been, I think that that experience has been different for me personally. Uh, what, what are you listening to? Well, so I technically am still going to work. We've kind of transformed our store into like a makeshift fulfillment center. So I've been spending a lot more time uh, with my AirPods in because I spend all day not talking to my coworkers, just, you know, on like a wild goose scavenger hunt for, for clothes that we're shipping to people. Um, so as far as music goes, I've been, I've been definitely like experimenting with what I'm listening to. I, at first I was, um, just listening to my same old playlist, which is like a lot of, um, kind of seventies rocks, late sixties, early seventies, you know, Simon and Garfunkel, listening to whole grateful dead live albums all the way through that is yeah. totally what and i thought you would say yeah it's, it's <laughs> very awesome. on brand for patrick which i think like too that is on like brand. It, us three i think musically probably have like 
relatively different like tastes in music across the board. I yeah, for say. sure. And um, but I've recently started because as the days go, it's it, I don't know. I just feel like the anxiety kind of builds through the day, especially when I am at work. Um, just because the vibe is just so different and it's just uh, a lot of uncertainty. So I've been listening to a lot of like Coltrane, which can be anxiety uh, provoking sometimes, you know, it gets a little intense, but you know, there's, there's certain, uh, there's certain songs and certain albums that, uh, you know, it really just kind of soothes and it helps you kind of think because I feel like during this time, one thing that I've been doing a lot of is just thinking. I, I, I just you're just not really caught up in like the day-to-day bustle so i think putting on something that can almost be thought-provoking like you know some some john coltrane or just anything under that umbrella is just it's been uh how what do you so use for i have service? spotify premium um and alexis and i share an account so that kind of uh, turns into a battle throughout the day um, of us kicking each other off. So I'm I'm now using Apple Music. Um, so I pay for, I, I use both. So I have Apple Music and Spotify. For my, like my playlists, I have, um, all my playlists are on Spotify Premium. I have like one with like 700 songs. I, if I like something, I just add it in and it's just like a continuous Jesus. flow of music rather than just like downloading or saving. It's just kind of just yeah. how I've done it. And then Apple Music, I've been utilizing Apple Music more for like Beats 1. Uh, it's listened to a lot of radio shows. Here we Let go. Let me put you onto this, and I, and I can I cannot agree enough. Beats One is the greatest music, or the greatest like yeah music experience, especially live listening oh, experience sure. and audio today. It seriously is next level. The fact that Apple puts that many that many resources into it's incredible. But so John Coltrane fan, I also jazz is without a doubt my favorite kind of music Sick. and i actually especially use home. apple music also oh my god seriously talk about vibe setting it's the I, most. I can't and listen it, to it can, anything else. daytime yeah. music nighttime yeah, exactly yeah well sean you listen to you yeah. I mean, you're, you're on the new drake album aren't you uh, oh well yeah i mean for sure that that got put in the rotation but um i mean actually like at home literally the only things i've been listening to I have three playlists. I have a Miles Davis Essentials playlist, a Charlie Parker Essentials, and a Bon Iver uh, Essentials playlist. Those three just get combined, and that is all I can listen to. Um, It's just enough sonically to, like, provide pleasure, but it's not overpowering enough that it, like, you know, as I'm trying to, like... And you're on... You're on Apple Music too, aren't you? Yeah, I use Apple Music partnered with the the trusty HomePod. The HomePod is an absolute yep. like at home essential, um, and yep. yeah, that that's that's my vibe. Those those three playlists. So Pat, you are a huge John Coltrane fan. Now that you're using Apple Music, I want to share this with you. So Apple Music has gotten the uh, digital master for that for the album Blue Amazing. Train, the John Coltrane album. So. Apple typically streams in kind of a lower format, or it's fine, like you can't, it's, it's pretty good, but um, their highest masters uh, are in 24-bit, and they only have like kind of a handful, and it's really hard to find or whatever, but if you're a John Coltrane fan, Blue Train is in 24-bit audio. If you're listening to anything, and that kind of brings the next point that Sean was talking about, what kind of speakers do we all have at home? But if you're like care about audio at all, listen to that I'm, album. I'm definitely gonna be Apple music, that it's out. incredible. Very good tip. So Dalton, have you uh, peeped the Drake album yet? What what do, have, has anyone else listened to it? Thoughts? I did. Reviews? I, have, uh, I, I did only Drake. 
I'm a Drake. I tried to. I, I I I wouldn't say try, <laughs> trying. Um, I listened to some of it today because um, some people at work were talking about it, and my girlfriend texted me about it, and she had a hot take uh, that it was just it was just a little boring and repetitive, and it didn't really keep her interest. Um, but I, I read it, it's like a it's like a throwaway kind of deal. It's a trash. That's a trash take. I, that's an absolute. I'm trash not the take. biggest Drake fan <laughs> in the world. There was like one or two songs that I kind of liked, but I, I I don't see myself returning to it. I'm sorry, Sean. I gave it a good listen, but I don't know if I'll <laughs> return. <laughs> Actually, in all honesty, I think I've listened to like four songs today, and yeah, it was is is good. It was a Drake. Um, yeah, it was like a Drake freebie. It was the exact experience that I thought I was signing up for when I pushed play. Um, so no, that's so funny. So before we get into a drizzy, uh, <laughs> a drizzy uh, slaughter fest right now, we should probably move on to the next subject. Anything? <laughs> Damn, put, dude. put the knife in us. I'm just bummed. What are there? I guess like just to, to finish up, I think we've really touched across a, a lot of different aspects of life, uh, or you know, life at home specifically. Um, you know, beverages, Sonic music, whatever that looks like. Is there any other like products, and, and I'll pass it to you, Dalton, like specific products that you were really proud to bring into your house um, or, or your home or ones that you're kind of looking for in the future? And maybe if it's not products, is it like a an aesthetic that you're kind of aiming for as like a North Star? Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> honestly the best piece of literature advice or whatever you want to call it that i've received on interior design especially um as of recent is uh, a few months ago i read an article that was kind of outlining that the place that you live in or, or a place that you know such as the home um no matter where it's at it and it's kind of what it should look like or um its ethos should really appeal to the place it's actually in so like for me there's there's a lot of me that like just wants to do that like everything is white and it's all the cleanest and it's like i live in sweden like that sounds awesome and i bet would look really cool too but i genuinely think that there's a part and i see it in your house sean and i haven't been to yours pat but i can feel it uh when you talk about it that uh, the place that uh, the home is in really owes itself to to the to the physical place it's in. So for me, I live right above Union Station in Denver, Colorado. Um, it's a train station, and so there's a, there's you know a lot of Denver history here. I literally my view right now is of Pikes Peak getting snowed on, and so while I I try to detach myself a lot from being a Coloradan or whatever that means. Um, I do think that I owe a lot to Colorado to just be in this space. So actually, I like one of my favorite things I own is the Pendleton blanket. And I don't even use it that much necessarily, but I look at it all the time. Mm. And Pendleton's a company, one of the oldest, you know, mills in, in the U.S. that just reminds me of Colorado. It's the the uh, screen print on it or the, the woven print on it, um, what it signifies just really reminds me a lot of Colorado. It's very like Native American inspired. And then I've got like aspen trees hanging up in the corner now. And I've got like, you know, some reclaimed wood. And I think that like a lot of the art that I have in my house or would, would aim to have even more uh, of is Colorado, you know, because I just owe it. I owe it to, to where this place is. Wow. That's my last, that's like my last thought of 
interiors. Yeah, I'm not sure I would follow that up. That was no, beautiful. I think that that's a. Yeah, no, I think that that um, it is really inspiring, and I think it's a really easy way, right? Like the the overexposure that we all have, specifically on social media, to like all these different points of inspiration can be like overwhelming, um, and like your personal clothing style and i think sometimes even more so at home right because there's just so much shit you can put in a house or an apartment no matter like even if you're dealing with you know 300 square feet or 2000 like there's just so much opportunity to to kind of fill your home with stuff and so i think that really is good advice to all and especially for the people listening where it's like you know what 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 truths can you apply to the way that you approach your style at home and kind of work backwards from there um as your as your north star and so no that was that was great i think that that's a a good place to to wrap it up would you yeah, guys I'm say i'm not sure how we follow that up that was that was yeah phenomenal <laughs> dalton dude we appreciate thanks, guys. thank you so much for having me yeah thanks Thanks for joining us, man. We'll, we'll, we'll talk soon. You're very welcome. Um, before we, before we let you go too, I guess we should put the people on. So where can everyone follow you on the, the social medias? Um, I would say Instagram is the most enjoyable Dalton Butler experience. What's your handle? Yeah, that's nearly the only, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's at, uh, I, th- I don't even remember what my own Instagram is. I think it's at Dalton Reese Butler. Um, D-A-L-T-O-N-R-H-Y-S-B-U-T-L-E-R. Um, honestly, you could Google that name and my Instagram will come up. So, and, and a lot of old modeling pictures, but I'll leave that for a different time. Guys, thanks so much for having me.